0: I see you too. Hello. Welcome back to the greatest song ever sung poorly. Oh, it's a karaoke podcast, you know, like most things, karaoke podcast that is the direct result of when boredom meets fandom. I'm your incredibly saucy karaoke host, Adam Wainwright. I am your well-seasoned co-host, Ed Kennard. God, nothing like a well-seasoned co-host, Ed. Thanks for being so seasoned.
1: Uh, you know what? It's my pleasure, Adam. It truly is. I'm glad. I'm glad. And what have you been up to? Tell me, tell me, give me a story about your life. I got to see some live music, including friend, friends of the show, Ben Dum and Gabe Setra. Gabe had a uh, backyard punk show at his house and Ben opened for Kepi Ghoulie of the Groovy Ghoulies. And that was just such a fun time.
0: That sounds rad. I'm like incredibly jealous of that and let's just live music and just have such a great group of people. How has Ben, did Ben comment on all of the um, thoughts
1: we've been giving him at the end of the podcast? He, uh, Ben admitted to uh, not having listened for a little while because he's behind on stuff, but uh, hey, just throwing this out there to anybody who needs uh, embedded music, Ben is working on providing, you know, royalty-free like background stuff. If you need some stuff like that, reach out to us. We'll make sure we get you in touch with Benny. I mean, he's obviously a really talented musician. He gave us our theme song, and I have actually paid money to see him perform. So he's really good.
0: He's a very talented musician, and I would talk him up a little bit more if he had listened to the podcast and heard our thoughts, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ben, we love you. um, And we want you to be happy. (laughs) Why does it sound like we're breaking up with, like I'm breaking up with Ben right now? How did this turn so severely?
1: I'm all over the place tonight, everybody. This is going to be fun. Ben also did give me another commitment. What do you mean he gave you another commitment? Ben said when he was talking to me and Gabe at this event in Gabe's backyard, that the three of us are going to get together, have a karaoke night, and Ben is actually going to sing of his own volition. Is he going to sing? He is going to sing karaoke,
0: in a local bar to me that's awesome though like live music i've missed it that's a great group of people can't ask for anything more than that ed
1: no you really can't yeah yeah you know what actually you know what we could ask for though adam what's that you know we could really stand uh to liven up this podcast a little bit i mean i have been very remiss in my duties of challenging you and putting you on the spot Yeah. Yeah. That hasn't happened. It's normally me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I part of me, I think wanted to just protect you because I'm always afraid that you're going to fail something and feel really bad about yourself.
0: I failed so much of my life. that <laughs> It would be, it's, it's fine. I've learned to
1: deal with failure. If I do fail, trust me, but I, I, I do have a new game in mind. Um, So if you'll, if you'll permit me, to take the floor for us I permit you to take the floor as much as you want to. Take the floor, run away with it, polish it, do whatever the hell you want. That, that, is, that sounds like a good plan. So you are familiar with like the two truth and a lie game, right?
0: Yeah, I'm very familiar with
1: that. It is like the most common icebreaker in any group scenario. Of course it is. And then I'm sure you've heard things like, wait, wait, don't tell me on NPR, where the news quiz show, maybe, I don't know. Sure, I'm just, it sounds like something that I'd listen to. So Adam... I would like to introduce you to a very similar game focusing on important karaoke news stories. Ooh. So are you ready to dive into a little The Greatest News Ever Told Poorly? Yeah, could you give me a proper introduction? I absolutely can. Let's cue that beautiful music. The Greatest News Ever Told Poorly, the news segment where the stories are all about karaoke. Two stories are real, one is fake. GSESP News. Being only 33% bullshit means we're more accurate than some other news outlets. And if you were wondering, yes, we are saying that Fox News is more than 33% bullshit. So,
0: hey, I'm going to say it's more than 82% bullshit. I'm going to say it's more than 96% bullshit. I think they sometimes get the fact that something actually happened, right? And then the rest of it's all
1: bullshit. But we are only 33% bullshit because only one of these three stories is fake. Adam, do you think? you are going to know which story is the fake one
0: uh no no i don't but i'm going to try i'm going to discern i'm going to pick it apart can i ask questions like
1: are there rules to this or do i just need to listen and then pick adam you and i uh make up rules as we go along so you can absolutely ask questions i'm going to tell you how this goes though because this is the first time we've done it you've never seen this so what i did was i took two actual news stories condensed them to like a readable portion and added one line of commentary at the end For all three of them, including the one that was bullshit that I made up. I still did the same thing. Okay, let's do it. Number one, from NBC affiliate WTVJ in South Florida, woman gets into brawl after refusing to give up karaoke mic in Allapata. A woman was arrested for allegedly getting into a fight with other patrons at an Alapata bar after refusing to give up the spotlight during karaoke, police said. (laughs) Salen Vargas... 36 was arrested early Tuesday at La Familia bar restaurant and faces multiple charges, including aggravated assault with intent to commit a felony. Jesus Vargas who refused to give up the microphone to other karaoke goers allegedly got into a fight with another woman. She also threw a beer bottle at her, but missed and hit another woman cutting her forehead. Police said Vargas was booked into Miami Dade's main jail on a combined $14,000 $14,000 bond, Jeez. possibly making it the most expensive karaoke song ever. So that's your first, that's your first. Can one. I
0: just point out my favorite point of that story? And like, this is great. I can't wait to hear what the rest of them are going to be. But my favorite part of this story is a I, I've known people that I could completely see doing something similar and b. the fact that it was like the rest, like the name of the restaurant was La love familia just makes me happy inside like part of me is like that's my favorite part of this story i'm re- i'm excited so,
1: we're, so where you're at right now just curious are you leaning towards this one being true or fake
0: i'm i'm leaning towards this one being true okay because i like i said i've known people like this before like pe- those people at the mic especially they get a couple drinks in them and they just want to sing like they don't want to go up the mic i've never seen escalate to such violence where you're throwing beer bottles but it's not a gigantic leak to see that happening
1: okay fantastic Are you ready for the second? Uh, Yeah, hit me with number two. All right, from the Austin Chronicle. Is reverse karaoke the latest trend in weird karaoke? From Austin city limits to South by Southwest, Austin is known for its musicality worldwide and locally for its many great karaoke bars and nights. One of Austin's karaoke staples, the Steel Bronco on Burnett Road, is trying out a new style of karaoke to go along with their daily main stage shows and private rooms, reverse karaoke. Instead of singers singing along to karaoke tracks, Groups of performers play along to a pre-recorded singer doing a cappella performances of classic, well-known karaoke staple. Quote, We've done live band karaoke before, and people always asked how they could get into it. Not as singers, but as the band, says owner Charlie Gillespie. Since we've provided singers with recordings of their performances before, we had all these files just sitting around, and the idea just hit me. We could try this the other way and see how it goes. Gillespie started the process early with an application process in July and enough interest has developed to carry reverse karaoke through the end of November. Quote, it really gives folks a way to test their chops playing with people they haven't played with before and keeping up with a recording. It's a lot different than just a regular open mic night says Gillespie. Reverse karaoke is happening at the steel Bronco this and every Thursday night, starting at 9 PM. I'm curious to see what happens when the reverse William hung shows up.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good day. First off, if we're ever in Austin, Texas said Steel Broncos, if we ever get to do a tour with this thing or something like that, uh, the Steel Broncos is definitely a place we're going. That's going to be one of our our live shows is going to be at the Steel Bronco. This is really interesting. And I like, man, I I reserve the right to change my mind, but I could, I'm like 99% sure this is true. I could like this is like it's such an interesting idea, too. Like, if somebody's not doing it, and I was debating with myself in my head as this was going on, this is part, probably part of a much larger discussion if this was actually karaoke,
1: if this is true. Yeah, that is a good question. Would reverse karaoke be karaoke?
0: Well, we have to come up with another name for it. Can we develop another name for it? And we can't. We can't talk. We can't talk about this right now. No, no, no. There's two no, back. Like, if this is, if this is true, we're gonna come back. This is an entire episode just making its way, like unfolding in front of me. If this is true, and I'm like 99% sure it is, but I need to hear story number three. I, do you like hit me with story number
1: three? Let me give it to me. If you're ready, I am ready. I'm 100% ready. stop waiting. Let's go. From Biz Times milwaukee business news private suite karaoke and team building bar to open in the brewery district a new private suite karaoke and team building bar called amped will open in the brewery district in downtown milwaukee amped is the latest addition to the lineup of immersive activity bars from bars and recreation the parent company of axe mke north south club splash studio nine below and headspace trivia Amped will open in the summer of 2022 in a 12,000-square-foot space. Amped will serve as a professional meeting and team-building venue during the day and transition into a private karaoke suite bar each night. Quote, no matter why you come to host a pop-up corporate meeting to sing your heart out campfire style with your friends or to rock out before your favorite artist concert at the Serve Forum, we'll get your group amped up, said Bars and Rec president and owner Marla Poitinger. Combining karaoke and team events at Amped allows us to further deliver on all of the qualities that our customers love about bars and rec. Business in the front, party in the back. Sounds like the mullet of karaoke bars in the best possible way, and I am in.
0: I know you were in. I was going to say, this sounds like something that was specifically made for you, maybe made up for you by you. Maybe, but specifically, Nate, for you, I could completely see you hosting your next like corporate event in Milwaukee. Just add so you can go to this place. I mean, we've definitely done
1: things like that as a company where we've done like because there's a, a go-kart place around here that has meeting room set up. So we've done meetings there and then did the go-kart thing, which was really fun. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, Adam, you have heard all three stories. Can you tell me which one is the bullshit I made up just to fuck with you? Uh,
0: Let me just say that Ed, she did a great job finding these stories, cultivating one of them, I think they all could very much be legit. I think number two is 100% true. That's not my guess. Um, I I think that one's just wild enough to be true. The one I'm leaning towards is number one. The reason is number three has a lot of names, and if you put in all those work to come up with all those company names, like that's (laughs) fucking wild. That's some wild, wild, wild stuff right there. Um, So I'm leaning towards that one being true too. So I, I think what I'm going to go with my guess is because it, it sounds like a, something we've experienced but never have actually seen, but I could see how you could get there. Because if you came up with, you like, you come up with number two, too, like, that would be some wild things that you just came up with it. So I'm going to go with number one. That's my, um, I think i locked going to lock that as my, I knew, like I said, it was pretty true at
1: the beginning, but I, after hearing the next two, I think number one's my final answer. Uh, one thing I want to do right now before we get into the answer is we never established the points for this. So how many points do you get if you win and how many points do you get if you lose? I don't. Ed, you're the one hosting the game, so you have to assign the point values. Seven hundred thirteen points if you win, and if you lose, you lose five hundred and three points. That sounds fair to me. Okay, Adam, you lost five hundred and three points. Number two Damn. is the one that I made up. The Steel Bronco really does not exist. I'm sure there's somebody named Charlie Gillespie, but I, I use that name because Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie. Reverse karaoke sounded like a great idea. I thought I made it up. Then I searched and other places actually have done similar type things. Yeah. But no, that one was the absolute bullshit one. The, poor whatever her name was in the first one i mean she is under fourteen thousand dollars bond and the last place just sounds really cool and i want to find an excuse to go to milwaukee and do some karaoke there
0: see i should have trusted the florida stories and thought florida okay yeah this is some shit that would happen in florida right there like that's wild about number two though like that that was legit like i thought that was just wild enough to to, like for you to come up with that was just Kudos, Ed. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Well done. That was a great segment. I really enjoyed that, actually. Like, that brought a lot of of zest to the podcast today, I think. I think we can bring some more zest, too. Because we, like... We should talk about something today,
1: right? We should talk about something like directly karaoke related. I would think so. Yeah, this is a karaoke podcast. That's what we're supposed to do.
0: I say that at the top of the podcast a lot. And I think I say at the end of the podcast, so I guess we should talk about something karaoke related. And since we're talking about being zesty and bringing zest and spice to things, and I can't wait to bring some zest the next time we talk too, so I can like fire another challenge back at you. looking forward to that. Oh, all right. Here's the teaser too. Ed, you are going to get Broadway trivia thrown back at you because I know you're a musical fan and I know the era you like and I'm going to directly challenge you from that era. Oh, okay. Yeah. So tune in to hear me geek out about Broadway some more. I promise I won't name more shows. I can't make that promise. I'm going to probably name more shows. But today, we need to zest up the podcast. You did a great job of zesting up the podcast. Let's zest up our topic. Let's talk about zesting up your karaoke life. It's It's like spicing up your sex life only with less, you know, dildos. Questionable questionable yeah it depends I guess it depends on where you're going to do karaoke (laughs) like I'm sure there's there's some kind of bar or club out there that fits that flavor I hope so I hope so too no lie okay we've what what I'm talking about specifically everybody if you're very confused by everything we've just said right now and I want to blame you if you are but there came a point where Ed and I doing this we loved it we knew we loved and we continued to love it but we just needed something to amp up the thrill like it became we started going, we were going to the same bars. We were getting asked to do a lot of the same songs. Even if they weren't the same songs, they were in the same, very much in the same vein of the same songs. Right, Ed? It would get very repetitive. Yeah. Uh, you can only, like, we love doing Run DMC and Rapper's Delight. And I love doing Johnny Cash. And Ed loves doing, you know, stuff from the 50s and Frank Sinatra and all those old singers and stuff like that. But, and Shaggy and things like that. But like when people start getting to know us, that's what they want to hear. They hear about us. They want to know. So we get requests. They'd be like, Hey, can you guys do rappers light for me tonight? Can you, you know, do some tricky for me tonight, Adam? Can you sing Johnny cash? And can you do shaggy? And you know, most nights at a busy karaoke bar, you're getting what? Three, four, turns in the rotation Ed. three to five around the area that we were doing it at the time so when you're you're taking that all that into account we were doing the same things every time we went out which you know we love doing we love being there but we decided at some point that like hey let's find a way to kind of open up and discover and like edges thrill and
1: change the game a little bit so we started coming up with some games and anything to amp up that adrenaline factor that we had when we first started doing karaoke in the first place. Cause I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, Adam, but I was nervous the first couple of times, but like a thrilling nervous, like the part where you're going up the roller coaster and it hasn't done the first big dip. Yet. Yeah, that's exactly. That's a good description of it. I mean, like,
0: I didn't really, you know. Everybody sings, I think, well, I can't say everybody. I refuse, like, I won't say everybody, but most people sing in the showers and in their cars and they're driving, but they just don't know how they're going to sound when they get on a microphone and they start singing in front of an audience and stuff like that. So I think there's some nerves the first couple of times. And then after that, the nerves disappear. And, you know, I like music. I like exploring different kinds of music and like there's, and exploring things that are outside of like what I would normally think of. So we started coming up with some games and ways to like edge the thrill and change the, Change the game a little bit. Ed, can you talk a little bit about specifics for at least one of these games or maybe introduce the topic and we can go from there?
1: I mean, I think the first thing that we would start doing was the very low-tech method of putting songs in a hat and pulling something out at random.
0: Yeah, that was one of
1: those things we did.
0: It was one of those things. I think, did we start with that we would write our own songs down and put them in the hat and pull them out at random or would we write down songs
1: for each other? Yeah, I mean, uh, our song... A lot of our songs are just our songs. Like we do a lot of the same stuff because we're both beautiful
0: people. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, the nice thing about that game was we would get other people involved in that. And I mean, there was the one time that we did rig it so that the host uh, had to sing Lady Gaga, which was fun for us you know, tucked the Lady Gaga born this way under the uh, brim of the hat. So when it was his turn to pick, he had the last song to choose. And that was what was left because we hit it just because that was the kind of thing he would never do otherwise. But it was fun, you know, like it had multiple people put songs that they typically sang in. So we were all at least familiar with the songs. And uh, I I mean, that was so long ago that I don't remember what any of us sang other than Jim singing yeah. I mean, you know, Lady Gaga. That was fantastic. But that's something that we've like carried through through a lot of things, too. We even tried to amp that up somewhat. How did, how did we do that, Adam? Remind me.
0: Oh, Jesus. Ed, we amp that way, way, way up. I want to come back to that because that's something we still do with like there's still a hat involved with our current like where we got. I want to talk explore about how we got to where we got. Remind me, we have on, on our rundown. I think that's the technical term. I want to make sure I'm saying professional podcasty things. So when people listen to this, they're like, that's a professional podcast. Those guys should be using the proper terms. So I think on our rundown, I see karaoke truth or dare. And refresh my memory on what karaoke truth or dare is.
1: See, now I don't think this is something that I played with you. who do you play this with? I I, I played it with people well after you moved away. Okay. One of the many times you moved away. Mm -hmm. But one of my favorite things... Uh, from growing up was truth or dare a partially because i was a perverted young person but b because like it was thrilling you never knew what would happen and the older you get actually were you were
0: you a truth or were you a truth
1: or a dare person when you were younger and has that changed as you got older it has if i had to play it now which would be really weird as a man in his middle age like playing actual truth or dare that would be weird for someone my age Mm. but like when you're young, the dare is the scary part. When you're older, the truth sometimes is. Not to get like all deep and truth bomby, but but think about it. Well, yeah, if you it depends on who you're playing with and what kind of questions they're asking. Yeah. So truth or dare in a karaoke setting, it's it's I mean, everyone knows the rules of truth or dare, I'm assuming, right, Adam? I I'd assume so. Yeah. I mean, do we have to explain it? Do you want me to do the rules of truth or dare? Here are the rules of truth or dare I'm gonna give the audience credit that they're aware of truth or dare, right? I mean, they're obviously smart. They're listening to us. They have great taste. They know what it is. Yes. Okay. But Adam, like, so say we were playing right now Mm -hmm. and I said, Adam, I would like you to choose truth or dare that what would be your gut reaction? What would you go with? Uh, Probably dare. Yeah. It sounds like you, you like to live on the edge.
0: I do. Truth's too easy. I'm an open book. Is it anyway? We don't need to play truth or dare to get truth from me. You ask me a question. I give you
1: an answer. But if we were in a karaoke setting, I might say, Hey, Adam, you see that person over there? I want you to go talk to them, find out what their favorite song is and tell them that you're going to sing it and dedicate it to them.
0: That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have, Ed, okay, I think we have played karaoke Truth or Dare before, or we played at least Truth or Dare at karaoke before. Because back when I was a young, slightly apprehensive single man, and Ed and I would go out to the bars, he would find ways to
1: encourage me to talk to talk to, you know, ladies that I might find interesting. I will give you a piece of Adam trivia here. Adam is the most outgoing, social and engaging person. And will talk to anybody as long as he doesn't find them attractive.
0: Yes, this is kind of true. I will still talk to him. I just thought like, I I never had like the incentive from like, I, I was, I'm bad. I was always, I've always been bad about interactions for something that would you know, benefit me or form kind of some kind of personal relationship. And like, there's walls I put up there and talking to anybody, you know, those walls can stay up. But the minute I have to let them fall is when I started to crumble a little bit. I don't have to worry about that anymore because I found the love of my life and we're getting married next year. So we don't have to play that. But when I was a younger man, we did play Truth or Dare because I'd used to Dare me to go talk to people at the bar and sit there have a conversation with and buy them a drink.
1: I think we just played dare or dare at that point. Like I, I think we were just like obnoxious people who egged each other on. I don't think we played. It was codified. it was basically dare
0: or dare. But truth or dare karaoke, I could see how it go. Well, like either you tell me this thing I want to know about you, or you sing this song I'm going to tell you to sing, and you have no control over it. So that that's a great that's a great way for you to edge up the like that was a great way we edged up the you know the thrill a little bit. And now. Guys, we're just gonna skip ahead in the story a little bit. Let's insert other wild ideas in there. I'm sure you can think of, or use your imagination. And where are we at now? When you,
1: yeah, when what you and when, I like, how do, when, when you and I get play, together,
0: what's what's the main
1: game that we play? Uh, your your absolute favorite game is a triple blind karaoke roulette. It is. At, le- at least that's what you call it.
0: I, I I think it's a triple blind. I I will say that. Um. So here's a triple blind karaoke roulette, is everybody because. I am a dork. And as we thought of this, I'm like trying wanted to explore new things. So we talked about the hat game where we would write down songs in a hat, pull them out of a hat and you had to sing whatever was in the hat. That's great. But that still came from us and our own biases that we had in our head. So how do you eliminate the bias? Was the question that we asked ourselves. One of us asked ourselves. So it was a question that didn't really need to be answered because it's like the most unimportant bias of all the biases when it comes to things like... There's so many more important biases that are going to everyday life than the the karaoke song choice bias that we found in ourselves. We developed a system, and I use an app called like Roulette Wheel or so type Roulette into a Google search oh, like a,
1: Decision Roulette is the yeah, app. Yeah, type into a,
0: like a, an app search, guys. Like you'll find something. So I came up with um we spin we have we hand somebody our phones. Normally a stranger at the bar and they spin two wheels. The first wheel is entitled the non-binary but begrudgingly necessary karaoke wheel. So you spin this wheel and that's what you're hearing right now. I think we've used this sound effect before. So I'm going to spin it just so you guys get a taste here. Let's see what we come up with. Uh, And so we spin the wheel and it came up male. So right now they know they're going to be working with a male singer. And then they'd spin a separate wheel that is just entitled category. I'm going to not force you to listen to it. So they, so all the person, the random person knows they have a male. And the category that they have to pick the song from is, oh, I think we're going to get a good one for you, Ed. Standards and Swing. Oh,
1: wow. Oh, that's, yeah. it, it's like it was just guided right to me. Uh, you've always wanted to hear me do uh, Smile by Nat King Cole. So that was yeah, the parameter. That's a, mm. Yeah.
0: Coming soon to FNK. But so right now, so this complete stranger that we just talked to at the bar and said, Hey, do this for us. And they just, you know, oblige because Ed's that kind of person that it is people just do things for him. I do work bars really well. (laughs) So they would write down a a male song that fits into the standards of swing category. And they would put it, they'd write it down without us knowing and they put it in a hat and we get a bunch of different people to spin this wheel, a bunch of people to write songs that fit into this wheel. And then Ed and I, so there's one. So we already don't know what's going into the hat. This is where I'm going to argue for the triple blind now. We don't know what's going into the hat. And then they pass the hat, like Ed and I will take the hat. And when our, so it's our karaoke starting time to sign up and I will each pick a song. That's the double blind. We pick a song and we don't open it. The triple blind is we turn it into the karaoke DJ and say, we don't want to know what this is. My name is Adam. Here you go. So the first time that we see the song, that could be anything that fits into this category and we don't know the categories either. We give them instructions about this is when it pops up. Ed, what is the most wild thing that has popped up when we play this game for you?
1: Honestly, I, I can't i can't think of anything that i consider wild because I'll i know but whatever. oh stop so, none it, of it stands stop out. no 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 it it. like i th- no i do, I'm, I'm also older and senile and i don't remember the specifics I've, i don't remember most of the specifics I, I, my my guess my guess is it's probably i probably got see like i'm gonna say like i got female disco but i'm just gonna do donna summer then like it doesn't but you, like none but the of the specific sounds...
0: song though like the specific song you drew out at, you don't have one memory of getting up there and saying Oh, shit. I don't know what this is, but I'll figure no. it out. Or, oh, shit, just in general. No, no. Because
1: I, no, because no one has ever written down something that off I pace. have. I've, I've gotten one. Did you get me with one that I had never heard before? You, I, you, I think you've had you one. Did. Like, I was, well,
0: I didn't get you anything because there's strangers doing it. But, like, I I still remember I walked up there and even though I was familiar with the song, I was still like, oh, shit, this going to be bad, y'all. Enjoy. Have fun. Because it was Jesus Take the Wheel by Carrie Underwood.
1: I do remember you doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. like, I, I feel like that's that something, something. Yeah, something. Carry under, Underwood, you can lower the key to, to, to a certain extent. Like, Before He Cheats is a great song for a male to sing. I've done that one. That one's fun. Yeah, like, it's a fun song for anybody to sing. Like, it's a, a fully gender-fluid song for people to do. So, like, before or Jesus Take the Wheel is not y'all. It just, it just straight ain't. I said y'all ain't over the course of, like, five words right there. That's just for you, Ed. Wink. You're Thanks. welcome. So what's the moral of the story? I, I feel like I've been talking for a very long time now.
1: You have, but I, I you know, your, your voice is mellifluous and honey dipped. So I, I don't mind listening.
0: Yeah. So what's the moral of the story? Like, do you have any other examples? Like, can you think of any other times
1: we really had to like up up the game here with our karaoke? For me, again, I, I I do a lot of traveling. So there have been times where I've been in a random bar and like, I don't want to buy somebody a drink for their birthday. I find that actually kind of obnoxious. If, if if you don't know the person because i mean let's let's face it people do horrible things to buy drinks for people like you're trying to you know get somebody's defenses down i don't want to do, i never want to do that like anytime I've, I've met somebody and it was their birthday like it's been like hey how about i put money into this punching machine and you can wail on it would that be fun cool let's do it but my karaoke thing is like hey it's your birthday i will sing whatever song you want that's yeah that's a, that's a good gift yeah by and large though i always end up getting like something like like a virgin like that's gonna Bother me doing a Madonna song at karaoke? No, but I mean it's always fun. I mean, seeing somebody sing like a virgin and baritone is probably and taking it very seriously. That's probably that's probably fun for people, I guess. I don't know. The only time I've ever been stumbled with like doing something I don't really know, like I've sang songs I've never heard, and it came out kind of okay. The only one that really just fucked me up was when I got when uh, my friend Sam in uh, Indiana, she and her wife suggested that I do Despacito. And I do not speak a lick of Spanish. Oh, yeah. So that one, yeah, that one, like I'm just trying to read it off the screen. And I'm like, I have no idea. No, I mean, I, I speak multiple varieties of English and a little German, and uh, n- n- Spanish is not a core competency for me. So, <laughs> no. So I, yeah, I, I fucked that one up. Yeah, that that's a tough draw right there. What about you? What was the What was the one that that threw you off? Was it one that threw you off more than Jesus take the wheel? No, I think
0: of all the ones I remember, uh, Jesus take the wheel really threw me off. I mean, I've had other situations where I walked into it and said, "Well, oh, oh shit, this isn't going to go well." Or I, I sometimes like um, uh, Rage Against the Machine. I popped up there at one point, which I'm not super familiar with Rage Against the Machine, so it was like me like. It, I know so much like so many songs from just doing karaoke you all it's wild like some people I listen to normally but I've been to enough karaoke nights
1: that I've like ascertained the knowledge of some songs that even if I don't know them I can fake my way through them I know a bunch of country shit now which I never thought I would you know know before I mean I sang George Jones last night
0: oh George Jones is a good choice yeah yeah it was fun yeah it's a a good time but no I I can't remember of any other situation that really like not me like caught me off guard and set me on edge but it's consistently finding these ways and it, it's funny too because we we came up with all these methods and now that i'm just going back to karaoke a little bit more well not really i'm going to start going to karaoke a little bit more soon i feel like i'm dipping my toe back in again so uh, there's a lot of shit that i used to sing at karaoke all the time that i really would just want to get back out there and sing again do you think
1: you're just going to have the butterflies just from doing it again um
0: i think it depends on the audience because i'm going to be singing in front of different audiences in new york than i was in western pennsylvania that's fair yeah I I have no doubts about like I step in the John, like I step into a room and do Johnny Cash I'm good. Yeah. I'll be accepted in that room. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what room I'm in. Doesn't matter. Doesn't doesn't
1: matter. This right here, this voice that I open up and do some Johnny Cash win. And see and see that's where you and I are just different though, is because like it never occurs to me that a new room is a scary thing at this point. Because I like so many new
0: rooms. But I wouldn't say it's a scary thing. That's
1: not what I'm that's not what I'm well no not not scary, but like I don't Just being somewhere different with people I don't know doesn't inspire that same, you know, roller coaster edging up the climb. It 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 doesn't hit me that way. You don't get you don't get Miley Cyrus about things? I do not. With the climb. With the climb, man, that was good. Thing. But I don't. And I i mean, that's why I have to keep chasing that thing. That's why, like, when I first found live band karaoke, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I feel this. Like, I have good energy. Like, I, I forget what the meme is where they're like, it's anxiety, but in a good way, it's like, it means you're excited, dumbass. Like, oh, yeah. Getting that feeling, it takes more at this point just because of how long we've been doing it and i'm actually kind of envious that you're getting back into it and you're gonna find out if if you have that feeling again
0: i'm gonna have that feeling again i know i know i'm gonna have well i'm just excited in in any capacity i'm excited to get back out there and do it again maybe i'll have something to report back next time you know i have i have a friend visiting new york this weekend and we don't have concrete plans maybe we can figure find some karaoke this weekend that'd be something to yeah, that would be fantastic. Shake it up. That'd be that'd be fun. I I think we've rambled on long enough about edging things up and I think it's time for us to switch directions and you know talk to somebody that's not you. I mean, I love talking to you, but I've I want to talk to somebody
1: we'll edge it up with somebody who has a really good uh karaoke pedigree who uh has been a singer has been a host and won a spot on the show when we gave it away on the uh friday night karaoke summer mic drop challenge
0: yeah we were really excited to talk to him too hey you gotta stick around y'all like this dude is a lot of fun to talk to he brings a lot of karaoke history a lot of like karaoke knowledge to the 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 forefront and we had a really great conversation with him so i hope you'll stick around i hope you'll continue to tune in ed do you have any final thoughts I never do. I, I, I never think. I know, but I like to ask anyway. So let's go ahead and just chew the guitar and get up out here.
1: <music> a few weeks
0: ago, we interviewed the guys behind Friday Night Karaoke, and Ed was a guest judge in their FNK Summer Mic Drop competition. As part of the giveaways that night, one of the regular members of the group won a spot on our show here. Thanks for joining us on the greatest song ever sung poorly, Andrew Crawford. Andrew, how are you doing today? What's up? Nice to meet you. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. It's, this is,
2: uh, I'm, hopefully, it's going to be some fun, and I'm looking forward to this.
1: Hey, man, it's our pleasure. I, I've been looking forward to it ever since you won uh, on the summer mic drop challenge for uh, knowing some uh, musical lyrics in the chat. It wasn't even yeah. from your performance. Um, but hey, Ooh, wait, wait, what? wait. Pause.
0: I missed this. What musical lyrics did you know in the chat?
1: Which, Which one did you one win?
0: I
2: think
1: it was like, the, was it the Snoop Dogg one? It might have been. Yeah. Uh, gin and juice? Yeah, it might have been gin and juice. Yeah. That, that right. You're, right.
0: Andrew, you're going to fit in great on this podcast. <laughs> Thanks for being
1: here. Like that's a anyway. great start. But like on top of that though, you were also in the Summer Mic Drop Finals. Um Yep. So, you know, congrats on that. You made it there. There was only 10 singers who made it, so, you know, great job. Um, Thanks. You killed it with your Waterfalls by TLC, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah, I,
2: that version's amazing. I love that version of that song. Yeah.
1: What was the experience like for you like doing an online thing like that it's a it was a different kind of contest right
2: yeah um it was uh, you know we we submitted a song and and then I got an email saying hey you're to the top 10 submit another song so I submitted another song and then that whole uh experience was pretty cool it's nothing I've ever really done before like um as far as like contests go uh where it's the live kind of results and and the the voting is is live and everything so it i thought it was pretty cool i i
1: would definitely do it again <laughs> that's awesome hey when we talked while we were setting this up you had said you've been singing for 25 years how did you how did you start doing that well i uh i started singing in
2: college when i was going to school is me and three guys kind of started a group I've, I've always been like a music nerd i've always loved music and i'd rather listen to music than watch tv and so just four of us were sitting around our dorm room to just kind of start singing together and kind of like hey this sounds good why don't we just kind of start singing fun. So we just kind of started singing for fun and our campus had a uh, like a radio station slash like studio. So we went in there and we were able to go in there and kind of like play around and do some music that way. And that just kind of got me fueled to really want to like just start singing and like I started doing karaoke and um, I've done I've done some live local live stuff uh, acoustically with a friend of mine that does guitar so yeah anything with music I am totally down for so yeah just love that's, to sing
0: and that's wonderful that's wonderful love to sing love the music background let's focus on on the karaoke cuz that's what we yeah. bring to the team. we're going to talk about karaoke andrew tell me what led to the karaoke? You talked a little bit about singing. Like it's there's a big thing singing in your dorm rooms. One thing singing in a yeah. music studio is one thing singing with the guitars is one thing. Getting down and dirty with the karaoke is a different thing altogether. Tell me about a what led you to try karaoke and b what was the first karaoke song and c what was that first experience like? Hit me all with right. all the deets.
2: Awesome. So I say I was about 25 when I first did karaoke and I'm going to be 50. So it's been a while, Um, but I'm from Iowa. So the Iowa state fair is huge in where I live in Des Moines. So we were at the Iowa state fair and they had karaoke and a friend of mine is like, dude, you need to get up there and sing. I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to get there. Just get up there and sing, just sing, just go up there and sing some." So I had a little liquid courage in me. And uh, so I was like, okay, let's do this. So I go up there and nice. I sang uh, the dance by Garth Brooks was the first song I ever did karaoke. And uh, I looked in the crowd and everybody was clapping. They loved it. And I was like, well, this is kind of cool. So I think I'm going to keep on, keep on doing this. And i uh, been doing it ever since. I actually dabbled in, did, I was a KJ for a while. I did some karaoke DJing, which is a unique experience.
0: Uh, a of- Elaborate elaborate on that okay I'm not I'm not letting you off the hook there you can't use the term it was a little bit of a unique experience without elaborating tell me about yeah. it and tell me which one you prefer did you did you like hosting or do you prefer to be the singer
2: I prefer to be the singer but hosting is fun it's it's a whole different beast I mean because you you all know going to a karaoke spot you've got those people who are like they they're serious about it they're like I I think I'm just the the next big thing i need a record contract and then they get up there and it's like someone stepping on a cat and you can't be rude about it and i don't i don't judge people like to me karaoke is fun get up there and sing your heart out do whatever you want to do no one's to judge you or anything like that but there's always that person that's the i'm the star i should be having a record contract and it's usually that person gets up there and you're kind of like hmm maybe not so you have to deal with a lot of... And then you have to deal with a lot of drunk people on the bar and kind of have to be a bouncer, a babysitter, all in one, kind of, sort of. So it's like three jobs in one. But the good thing about being a karaoke DJ is you always get to sing at the top of the rotation. That's one thing I liked about it.
0: What was what was the song you would kick off a rotation with? Oh, it all depends.
2: I'd, I'd have to gauge a crowd. It did depend on what kind of crowd was in there at the, at the moment. I would to get an hour early to start playing some music and see how they reacted to music so if it was rock i would do a rock song if it was like a country crowd do a country crowd so i, I just kind of gauge the crowd because also in my spare time on the weekends i i own my own dj business so i do a lot of djing uh for weddings so uh i gauge the crowd and just kind of like go for there if it was country i'd usually do something by darius rucker mm-hmm. uh, or hootie and the blowfish or something like that if it was rock i'd my my go to for rock is she talks to angels.
0: Oh, that's a good tune. Like I haven't yeah. thought about that one in a while. That's a good tune. Now, let all let right,
1: yeah, yeah. So you uh you have hosted karaoke. Yes you DJ weddings. Yes. Have you had the pleasure of hosting a karaoke wedding?
2: I have not yet. Um, because I just do the music part of it. I have been to some and they are a total blast and they're very popular in Iowa. I mean, they have it oh, really? all the time. So I need to. I think I need to step up my equipment and, and incorporate karaoke. it's just a very expensive part of of a DJ because you have to buy every single part of your music. Otherwise, you get big fines from. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. I mean, I'm personally hoping that Adam's upcoming wedding ends up being a karaoke wedding because my theory of a karaoke wedding is there's no actual music, and if somebody wants to hear a song, they have to sing it. So even the garter yes. song, somebody has to sing. Let's get involved by Marvin <laughs> Gaye. Adam, is that a, is that an idea that you think Courtney would go with or? Uh, I mean
0: if she listens to this and decides she wants to do it I fully support her and
1: love her very much and think and it's I, I, I look forward I look forward to the angry text from Courtney saying why why are you encouraging him. Yeah that's that's probably going to happen. I've had de-
2: I've had uh, weddings turned into karaoke weddings. Just people Ooh. randomly singing. So that's kind of cool.
0: Okay, here's my proposal now that we're talking about karaoke weddings, okay? I'm throwing this out to Courtney, the after party after the reception is a karaoke after party. So it's after the party is the after party. And that can be, well, I'll see if we can get that to be karaoke. But let's, speaking of this, not really, but a little bit, okay? So word got back to me through the grapevine that you do a lot of songs, by female vocalists. I do. Yeah, a lot of I a lot of challenge. A lot of guys don't get down with that. Like what what led you like what influenced you to start picking up female vocals with your singing? I like to challenge myself vocally. Um so I don't
2: know. There's some there's some great female songs out there. that sometimes are way better than male songs. And my range is can go up kind of high so I kind of like to just challenge myself so i'll sometimes just pop off a whitney houston song or sometimes pop off um, alicia key's song whatever and just and just go with it and just usually go a lower octave on it but yeah i just i, I like doing it uh billy eilish lately i've been singing a lot of her
1: stuff yeah not surprisingly yeah. i do a lot of uh, a lot of female songs at karaoke too um- i do too
0: you lowering the octave is a great way to like makes a lot of songs really accessible for female songs i think sometimes you have a little bit more success lowering an octave for female songs than male songs is what i've noticed Mm -hmm. too yeah i'm not i don't know anything about music honestly uh i just i love it but i don't know anything about it so i don't know the reason why that may be but it's yeah that that was just a really interesting fact that hit me because you know you're you're a large handsome gentleman and and, like it was an (laughs) interesting thing to find out that like You know, waterfalls was your your go-to pick from TLC because you know, gotta show love to TLC. Yeah, and I like the shock value when
2: you're like actually at an actual karaoke spot, and you see this mm-hmm. big dude come up there and like, oh, he's gonna sing some rock or some Pantera or something like that, and it's like, oh, Whitney, what? The one, so the I like one, the shock value.
1: The one that I'll that I'll get people with is I'll do, um, I'll do Super Bass by Nicki Minaj, <laughs> but I'll do it in my range where I'm not a super bass, but, you know, I get pretty low. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you've been doing this for a long time, karaoke, Mm. singing, all that. Not that I think a lot of people who listen to this aren't involved in karaoke, but, like, what's something that you would like the general public to know about karaoke? Like, what are they missing out on?
2: I think they're just missing out on just a really good time. I think a lot of people are just really scared they're going to go in there, people are going to judge them, but I think – in general, anywhere you go and it's if it's a karaoke bar that legitimately has karaoke like every single weekend or every some once a week, you've got those people in there every week. And most of those people just appreciate people getting up there and singing. And they're not going to judge people. And that's what I like about it. Cause you can get up there and it could be someone that's just an average singer that sings in their shower or just someone that's like, I really wanted to sing, but I'm kind of scared to do that. And you can just get up there and sing and people will congratulate you, tell you do a great job. I've never seen anyone really. I've seen people get say, oh, you suck, but usually they get escorted out or the people that are there will be like, hey, that's not cool. Don't do that. So they're missing out on the actual just the karaoke people, the community that goes and sings karaoke because it's just people that just love to sing and love music. So I think people just don't need to be afraid of it. Just do it.
0: Yeah, you especially don't need to be afraid of Ed or I are attendance, because if somebody were to actively yell, you suck to somebody <laughs> listening in karaoke, they would be carried out of the bar one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless it was
1: Adam yelling, you suck to me, which is just par for the yeah, course. Then. That's just par for the course.
0: <laughs> uh, but the other, so the other thing I'm going to ask you about karaoke in particular is, so you have this extensive background with singing with karaoke and from the online karaoke thing that you're very, very involved of right now with apps and stuff like that. Did that happen before? It sounds like you were involved before the pandemic, right? Yeah. Yeah what what led you to that before the pandemic because you were you were there before it started getting really really popular cuz somebody like mm-hmm. so what led you to it what what was attractive about it and you know what's some advice you would give somebody that was like like this guy right here who's just yeah. now recording some of his first videos to post yeah. you know and share well
2: at the time, you know, I have three kids. They were all very involved and stuff. So I didn't have a lot of time, to, like, go out and do karaoke and stuff like that, And plus working a full-time job. So I had to find some, an outlet to sing because a lot of us sing just because it relieves stress. It makes you feel good, whatever. So I found Schmuel. and that's the first app I found was Schmuel. And so I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, let me take a look at this and started doing it, doing it. And I was like, oh, so this is basically just, like, karaoke bar, but you're singing to a phone. So it was just kind of like a... Um, a way to sing um, when you had time to do it. I don't know. I was on Smule for about five or six years and it just kind of, I wanted something different. And so I saw the other app at Star Maker and got on there and that's a whole, that's a whole different beast. And it's very like, like I said, there's competitions all the time that you can get involved in. Uh, you can be verified as like a verified popular singer. I mean, there's just all sorts of tags and you get involved in families. And and that's, it's just, just it's just a different type of thing than Schmuel. Schmuel, I think, is more like just have for fun, and which I enjoy. I sing on both still, but Star Maker is more of a, you know, We have this competition and it's 60 of the best people on the app. And it's just like, like I'm in one right now. Well, I was going to be in one. I had to drop out, but it was going to be one. I was going to be in that was 64 people and it was versus each other. So you had to go against somebody. So you were saying that's one-on-one
0: karaoke. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. So you had to sing and
2: then you sang your song and then that person sang. And then there's four judges that judge you. And it's, it's kind of like the NCAA tournament of karaoke. (laughs)
0: i'm into this entire idea by the way i we i think and i have said before that karaoke is not competitive
1: unless it is and i'm into that shit i'm gonna throw out um we we talked to the winner of the karaoke world championships of 2020 is that something you've heard about is that something you'd be interested in doing oh i'm competing on an international stage
2: i'd love to do it i've done local shows here like the local uh our casino here has a huge country contest and I won that the year before COVID hit. And it was three grand for the, um, for the, the prize money. So hold on,
0: hold on, Andrew, where do you live again? Cause I need to start playing something. De- if you want, De- I'm going okay, to start. Okay. If you want some competition next year, you're just going to have to let me know when that's happening. And I'm going to bring my very particular skills down to Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. Do you have to be local? Could it be anybody? Could like they somebody fly, could somebody fly in from hypothetically New Jersey and enter this competition? Heck yeah. They won't
2: care. Yep. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm partially joking, but for partially joking, pretty much, no, no, joking, joking, joking. Okay, Andrew, it's been such a joy talking to you, man. I, I fully look forward to one day doing karaoke against you and winning $3,000 in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. But for the time being, you've been such a great guest. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you, and we really appreciate you doing this, but it's time that we drop all the nonsense that we've been talking about and hit you with our best shot. And if you're unfamiliar with the segment, hit me with your best shot. We're going to give you five, kind of five questions uh, that are karaoke related. And we just want you to give the first thing that pops into your head. Don't think of it, think of it as a quick fire round, but it's not quite a quick fire round. Just give us the first thing that pops into your head. Roll with it, stick with it. We love it. After those five questions, we're going to give you a chance to fire away. That means you can ask us any question and we solemnly swear that we will answer honestly. We'd like it to be karaoke related, but if it's not, That's all good. Cool. All right. So, Andrew, are you ready for us to hit you with our best shot? Let's do it. Hell yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Andrew, what is the best thing you have ever seen at karaoke?
2: Best thing I've ever seen in karaoke um, has to be, oh, there was a time when there was a, a gentleman who was a veteran and he was in a wheelchair and he got up there and he sang Toby Keith's American Soldier and everyone stood up and gave him a standing ovation. It was that's awesome. absolutely awesome. Yeah. I, that, that, that was touching that, you know, he was in a wheelchair game up there. He sang American soldier and everybody just it's like coolest thing ever.
1: Yeah. That's really awesome. It really is. Yeah. Conversely, what's the worst thing you've ever seen at karaoke?
2: Oh gosh. The worst thing I've ever seen is I saw when I was Kate, when I was doing when I was karaoke uh, DJing, I, there was one of my regulars who was a biker was singing a song and a man came up and tried to take the mic from his hand and it did not end very well to say
0: yikes yeah (laughs) yeah okay that's a great answer um what is the one song you would love to do at karaoke that you have never been able to find a good version of
2: oh that's easy it's uh it's free
0: fall the john mayer version
2: the acoustic john mayer version no one has it uh, the only place I found it is on StarMaker.
1: I didn't so even know there do was, it live. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a version of that. I'll have to check that out. It's, um, I'm, I'm a big Tom Petty fan.
2: Uh, Tom Petty fan, but the John Mayer version is is ten times better. I just have to say that.
0: I think we need to get the like the people that make these apps and the karaoke version of these apps and the people that do like distribute to the live band people together. So they can harmonize mm-hmm. and make beautiful music,
1: and make these available to to the people that want them at the live shows. Yes, I agree. So, say you're in a brand new place while traveling, and you only are going to get one song in the rotation. What do you pick to make your mark?
2: <sighs> Tennessee whiskey by Chris Stapleton. Ooh, that's a good one.
0: That's a tough one too. That's a tough one. That's a. He I love that song. That's that. Yeah, yeah, it could Yeah, who yeah. doesn't like
2: whiskey, especially if you're in a bar?
0: This is. Know. You will get no argument from Ed or I on that one. Um, So kind of conversely, maybe sort of adjacently, um, if you could magically strike one song from every karaoke playlist forever, which song would you choose? Can I pick two? You can pick two. Absolutely. I'll approve it. Ed, are you going to approve it? Yes. Great. Let's do it. First one is Pitcher by Kid Rock and Cheryl
2: Crow. Goodbye. I, I hate it, especially when you're a DJ because you have to sing it with everybody. <laughs> um, the second one is "Paradise by the Dashboard Lights." It's like that song is horrible. I, you have to sit, listen to seven minutes of usually just. Oh, I. That's the song
1: I play when I have to go to the bathroom when I'm DJing a wedding. That those are both you can get a number one? two in with "Paradise by the Dashboard Lights." It's a long exactly. song. Exactly. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> yep, those were wonderful Andrew, answers, Andrew. Um, yeah, we we appreciate those deeply, and you did great. That was it. That was that was simple, right? It wasn't oh, scary yeah. or intimidating in any way or anything like that. So now's your chance. If you want just a little bit of revenge, to fire away and go ahead and <laughs> ask Ed any kind of question, evil otherwise that pops in your head, and we solemnly swear we'll answer honestly. Yada yada yada. What do you got? So
2: let's think here. Um, let's say if you had you had one song that you had that someone picked for you to sing, what song would you not want to sing? Absolutely not want to sing. Like you were doing like kamikaze karaoke and someone had to pick you a song. What song do you hope does not get picked for you to sing?
1: I've got mine. And apologies to our, our mutual acquaintance, Mike. Um, but he tagged me in doing cotton eyed Joe and I just let it go because there is no way I'm singing that repetitive, horrible song. I, I, I would lose interest after the first 30 seconds. Adam made me do that once, actually, when we had a night like that. Adam made me do that, and I'm still not quite over it. <laughs> I hate that fucking song. Yeah. I, I did make, I do that. I have no regrets
0: about that, by the way. Mm, I feel good <laughs> about that. <sighs> I'm trying to think of something in particular. I, ha- I have along the lines of what it would be. I, I think it would be... At this point in my life, anything by R. Kelly. We'll say specifically, Ooh. I believe I can fly. Because, um, yeah, like, I, I I fundamentally am just against R. Kelly. Like, our history on this podcast, we've issued a challenge to R. Kelly, told us how much we hate him. If you ever wanted to come and discuss it, he's welcome to. That issue still stands, by the way, R. Kelly, if you're fucking listening, it's on <laughs> still. All right. Listen, listen, I don't want to sing any of your shit ever. And it would be pissed if somebody gave it to me. So, yeah. Uh that's just, you know, where I am in my life is is that I, I fundamentally against R. Kelly. Uh I believe I can fly would be the song that would be tougher for me to sing because ignition's just admittedly catchy. But I just don't want to sing anything by R. Kelly. So if somebody gave me that, I wouldn't be happy about it.
1: I just want to pull the like the family feud. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I was either with going that. with that or any kind of hip hop song that just white people shouldn't be doing. That's the other answer, but I couldn't think of a good enough specific example. Uh,
2: yeah. I don't sing
0: a lot of hip hop. I, I do know Diggity. That's about it. I, I do it. I do know Diggity too. That's one of the that's one of the ones that I like singing because it's a it's a good singing. Yeah. Like and plus the hip hop part, like it's my peeps and we roll sheeps, flying first class from New York City to Black Street. Like, yeah, that's also a lot of fun to do. Um yeah. But thanks, Andrew. Yeah, you had us the best shot. I'm hurt a little bit. Hopefully, our Kelly's hurt a little bit too. So I would be <laughs> extremely happy if he was. But now's your time. We're done with the game. We're done with the interview. Uh, if there's any kind of social media you want to plug, any kind of causes, anything, any way that people that like are interested in your music can follow you. This is whatever you want to share in this next minute, two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. However long you want to talk, talk sure it's all you
2: um most of my music's done on social media so if you want to uh hear any of my music facebook uh, just look up andrew crawford i know there's a lot of them but uh if you look up ones from one from iowa uh you can see me there um i'd throw a lot of my stuff on there i also have a youtube channel called andrew sings uh, you can also hit that up and listen to some of my stuff on there and also on the instagram is also andrew sings also and then uh I'm on Shmuel and Star Maker. With both my sign-ons are SS underscore Andrew sings. Um, the SS stands for Savage Society. And other than that, uh, that's that's about that's about all I know to say.
0: <laughs> Great. So here's what I need everyone to do. If you are listening to this podcast, you need to go do all those things right now. Follow Andrew everywhere, guys. Everything he just named. You have a responsibility as a citizen of whatever country you may be listening to this in to go follow Andrew and all the social media podcasts and support all his music endeavors because he's been an absolute delight to talk to. So Ed, do you he's, have been, any- he's been
1: he's been great to follow in that Friday night karaoke group as well as where mm-hmm. uh, where I saw him for the first time. I uh, I will say I'm a fan. Appreciate that. Ed was fangirling
0: before we were saying whatever inappropriate thing we were saying when you entered the room. <laughs> that's, um,
1: that's, that's very much what I do.
0: Yeah, it is. But thank you, thank you, thank you so much for taking the time to do this, Andrew. We do sincerely, oh. sincerely appreciate it. It really was a joy. We just love talking to people that love karaoke is what it comes down oh, yeah. to.
2: Definitely love karaoke. Thank you guys, too. I appreciate you uh, inviting me uh, onto the show. I totally enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was a blast. Yeah, yeah more than anything in the world right now, We really hope we get a chance to see you singing at a screen sometime soon. Definitely.
2: I'll be uh, probably doing some stuff tonight and putting it on uh, the Friday night karaoke. Fantastic.
0: Hey, everybody. We had a great time talking to Andrew Crawford this week. And since we talked to him, we figured why not feature him on our karaoke segment. Here he is singing She Talks the Angels by the Black Crows.
3: Mentions the word addiction in certain companies. Yeah, she'll tell you she's in a after you.
0: talking to you again you know the person i pointed to at the very beginning of this episode but i have a distinctly different tone so you know it's different now and the episode is winding down so that means i want to thank you for sticking around and listening us today and yo if you like what you heard Make sure to follow us on Twitter at sungpoorly. Send an email to sungpoorly at gmail.com and check out our new (laughs) web page, sungpoorly.com. Oh,
1: yeah, baby. We in the dot-com business now. Mm And it is a business. It certainly is. You know what else is a business? Uh, our talented musician friend ben dumb make sure that you check out his latest project the ben dumb three on spotify or other music platforms and once again thank you ben for letting us use gasoline as our theme song it has somehow become even more near and dear to our heart because of it oh god we
0: love it so much so much speaking of what we love so much we love the fact that many of you will rejoin us in two weeks when we take a deep dive with a karaoke host that does karaoke for every occasion. I'm talking bar gigs. I'm talking burlesque gigs. I'm talking corporate events. I'm talking weddings. I'm talking about the house parties. I'm talking about frat parties. I'm talking about lawn parties, barbecues. You're on a barbecue. You want karaoke at your barbecue? You can call this person and they're going to talk to us about all of it. I made up a lot of places that you may or may not play but you're just going to have to tune in next two weeks to find out which ones were actually true. I think most of them were, but we can, we we can ask if you have a request, just email us and we can ask. Okay. That's it. That's all. There is no more. I'm going to stop talking now. So until next time I'm Adam Wainwright and I'm Ed Kennard. And remember that singing off key is still technically singing.
1: Adam, do you know how I knew where you messed up with our game?
0: Yeah, no, I I don't. Please tell me. I'm going to put
1: it to you in the form of a riddle. Okay. What do reverse karaoke and reverse racism have in common?
0: Somebody's getting played in both
1: circumstances. Neither of them fucking exist.
0: I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That was a great fist pump you did right there. You're so proud of yourself. I love you.